Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now it's time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law with special guest number one contending UFC flyweight fighter, Brandon the Assassin Baby Moreno. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. My name is Blue. Alongside of me is the world-famous Pop Brothers-in-Law and Mr. Joe Grande. Orale, pues. ¿Qué pasó, cabrón? Shalom. And you are now tuned in to the greatest cannabis show on the planet. Ooh, I say the universe. Uh, at least in 106, what is it? 109, 109 countries. 109 different countries. It's the number one yeah. cannabis show. That's for damn You chicken. know what we should do is every single country, let's just add their language to it. Oh. Ah. <laughs> well, the yeah. whole show well, will no, be a... <laughs> We could just do like some... It wouldn't be that many if you think about it because it would be like Portuguese, Arabic would cover a big area. Sure. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be Spanish, as many as you Spain, would yeah. think. Exactly. <laughs> so Spanish, Arabic, Portuguese, French. Hebrew. Hebrew. He, he, yeah, yeah, it wouldn't that, be that, that many. cover a couple of people. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> give us a call at 1-800-420-1980. Leave us a message. And Joe, let us know what's going down on the well, show. Well, thank man. you guys once again for listening to the podcast. We greatly appreciate you yes. and as the whole crew is back together happy new year happy everybody. new year man mark and i back. were doing so many shows from home and one time i was in his closet doing it watching him <laughs> and his wife talk about i the was CBD, on vacation him, yeah blue was gone <laughs> and speaking of gone uh, craig's still gone right now yeah. but you know we're all here it's good to actually see pit back and peanut and jennifer yes and mark Carnes is in the couch. building hanging out on the casting couch doing his thing over there <laughs> filming away <laughs> no put it on us not your crotch yeah, <laughs> he's filming something else. But uh, it's be- good to be back with you guys in our you know home studio here in good old Orange County. Make sure you follow us at Cannabis Talk One Hundred and One on Instagram at Pot Underscore Brothers Underscore at Underscore Law with all the tips and all the great things that they're giving. As Mark gave a fired up one earlier today. Mark's at Waslaw. Craig is at Waslaw Dog. Blue is at One Christopher Wright. Yes, and I am at Joe Grande Fifty Two. Today on the show, we have no other Brandon, the assassin, baby Moreno, a UFC fighter. He's a flyweight, you guys, who is tied for the number one spot in the UFC flyweight rankings. Born and raised in Tijuana, Mexico. 18 wins, five losses, two draws. You can find him on Instagram, at the assassin baby. And now he's... Working with Serenity Medical CBD, so we're going to get all into that. I want to talk about the piñata business nice. that the family yeah. got started with, but <laughs> yeah. thank you, first of all, for coming on the show with us, Thank brother. you, sir. Awesome. No, guys, thank you for, for the space. You know, it's, it's amazing to talk with you today. Thank well, you. It's great, and not only that, you just had a fight on December 12th. It was a draw. It was a war. And it was a fucking battle. It was and a war. When you, wa- when you watch this, you finally put some... 
some good light on the flyweight division. You know, and I, and I look back on growing up and I think of the flyweights and the small guys. I always think of Rasa being the fucking toughest, yeah. right? Like you look at the old school fighters, like you're, they'd probably be your grandpa at this end because you're such a young cat. But you know what I'm talking about. You've been taught it. You've been shown it. And it feels like you're bringing that back. <laughs> you're bringing that excitement back. You're bringing that Latin Rasa proud fighter. You know, like I think of Fernando Vargas's. It's I think Vargas. of Oscar De La Hoya. I think of the Trinidad's. You know, I think of the... the Morales. The, Morales. Yes. Even at that, you know, before, there's just... Barrera so, Marquez. Exactly, Chavez. Chavez and, and, you yeah. know, the, stand, the good stand-up fighting, but now you're doing the MMA, and to watch you out there, you're like a fucking cricket. <laughs> <laughs> All over the fucking boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? So, what what got you started into fighting? Um, you know, I, I think all the people who uh, saw that fight, um, I was, you know, in my my country, Mexico. It's a, you know, it's a. They have a, a lot of tradition of combat sports. You know, with the boxing, like all these names you 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 talked before, so they love this kind of shows. You know, they love this kind of of fights because it's all blow, it's all hard. You know, I remember that fight. Everything was like I tried to knock knock this guy out. You know, right uh, uh, from the first and uh, to the fifth round, like with. Like wow, what's a nice fight? What's an amazing well, yeah, fight? Twenty-five yeah. minutes, you guys fucking were in that cage going and fighting, damn yeah. near the whole time. Exactly, you know, I was a, a nomination for the fight of the year, you know. So yeah, do I was trying to do your best job, but I think this sport is about styles, and I think the style of Figueiredo and my style make this kind of fights. Now, was there animosity after the fight? I mean, because you know, obviously he had the belt and he didn't want to give it up. Did you feel like you won the belt, or you know, did he? You feel like you know they gave it the draw because it was so close, or how, how do you personally feel about it? No, I mean, in in that moment, I, I don't knew what happened with the card. You know, it's when you go with the judges, is uh, sometimes it's a mess, and more with this kind of fight when it's so close with every single round. If you if you saw the the numbers of the significant strikings in in every single round, it's very close. Yeah, you know, so. I was ner nervous, but at the same time, I was very happy. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I'm here because I love to fight, you know? Yeah. I, I love uh, to make these kind of shows for the people, you know? And when the, the the you know, Bruce Buffer say it was a drive, I was like, what a weird feeling, feeling you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it is what it is. I was just happy to stay yeah. in that moment. When's the rematch? Yeah. Is there a rematch yet? <laughs> Man, I... I you know, I, I'm ready. I, I had a, like a kind of vacations. You know, I I spent time with my family. You know, the the Christmas, the the New Year. I eat too much bad food. You know, yeah. I eat too much bad food. But right now, I'm ready. You know. Yeah, you ready? To I'm ready. I mean, are there I, talks? Is Dana White already talking to you guys about it in your camp? Not right now. Not, I mean, after the fight, he 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 talked with my team and and I, and I, you know, and he said like, "Hey, you deserve a, a very happy Christmas and a happy New Year. Rest, spend time with your family, and see you the next year. You will have the the rematch for sure. For sure, it's it coming. Twenty twenty one, it's coming. You've already been on pay per view. Your last two fights. This yes. last fight was a main event, and it's so crazy to think that a flyweight fighter is getting the main event. When you yes. heard that, what did you think? Like shit, the main event. Man, it was surreal, you know. It's because you always work for that. You always work for be the, you know, in the main spot, you know. 
But when they, when I remember when I saw the the poster, the you know the poster, right. and I started to sign the poster with my face was like yeah. ma was magical, brother. I promise. Yeah. You know? Congratulations so, on that. Now, now let me let me ask you. You know, having this fight, right? And then you know, I look at it for for you. It's it's a it's a major win as a draw. You know, because it took your career to a whole nother level. I mean, obviously having the main event fight, but I think you were the underdog co coming into yes. that fight. Of course. So, so it was a belt to win. Yeah, yeah. And, and so now, and so now, all of a sudden, your stock is right there. With, oh hell yeah! With, with it's a bigger fight. payday coming. Right. Oh yeah. It, does that yes. does that actually uh, translate to money? Does that end up being a bigger fight, more money? I mean, is that how it works in this industry? <laughs> we don't know. You got a good, you got a good We're attorney. We're not paid fighters, but I, I'm assuming you got a good attorney negotiating for you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got a good Hebrew brother right here that could. Uh... You know, the Jews, uh, we really get the money, right? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> that's what I hear. I hear that. So uh, listen, and then you know, being in that fight, I mean, was your yes. family concerned going into this fight? Obviously, you know, I seen you have kids and, and things like that, right? So you know, how do your kids and your family feel going into such a big fight with with the? How's the the, the home life with that? No, they 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 was very excited and they was very proud of my job, you know, of yeah. my all my career, you know. Uh, talk with my parents after the fight, you know, they start uh, start to to sound like you know like uh, like emotionals, you yeah. know, like because. You are watching your young uh, uh, son doing go to war, doing an amazing job. You know, doing what he, what he loves in the in the life in his life. But either way, you're also watching your son getting punched in the fucking face. And <laughs> <it's gonna hurt. laughs> hey, man, Adios, man. <laughs> man, my 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 mom always when I I, I mean obvious obviously I. I can't watch his face, but her face. But my mom is always very nervous, like, oh, my son, oh, very, yeah. very nervous. I mean, I think you should put a camera on your mother and just watch Maybe. the video yeah. of your mother afterwards <laughs> going, this was the fight, and this is my mother watching the fight. Oh, man. <laughs> I bet that would shock the shit out of you. But speaking of family, Blue, what did your wife say? When you got punched or kicked in the nuts like that, I mean, you got one of the hardest nut shots I've seen ever. <laughs> Man, it was the worst moment of my life. But at the, at the same time, I have three three girls, so yeah. no problem right now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need it now. <laughs> so it was a blessing for it. It was like the surgery that you didn't get hey, to have yet. Hey, yes, sir. <laughs> Kick me again. Kick me again. Oh, oh. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Oh, man. Oh, stuff. Man. That's, That's illegal, right? Oh, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, what, when you did feel that, though, what went through your mind? Like, holy shit, this motherfucker just kicked me in the nuts. Man, yeah, man. I mean, everybody's... I'm always like a very positive, you know, because I'm trying to be positive in that mo in in that moment. I mean, because a lot of people say, "Hey, he was very tired," and then yeah, he, he gave him a break. Exactly. It was it was your chance. Yes, yeah, so he started to rest and recover himself. Like, man, I know. I I I think he was very frustrated and yeah. lost lost his mind a little bit, you know. I don't think it was, uh, you know, his intention to kick my nuts, <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. I try, I tried to go really fast to the fight, you know. I tried because I know he was, I knew he was tired, and I got, I tried to go really fast to the fight, just. Was, I, I, I had God, to I, so much pain in that moment, so... You, know. <laughs> you just, yeah. like, flick your nuts, and it's yeah. like, you're like... <gasps> oh, it gets, man, crunched like yeah, that. Yeah, it was very I, dramatic, but, you know... Man, and to keep going... <laughs> well, when it starts like that in a fight, it's always good. Now, now, let's take us back a little bit, Brandon, the assassin baby Moreno. When did you first get the drive and the urge to start fighting? How old were you? 
Uh, I'm starting to train at, at 12 years old. You know, right you. now I'm 27. And at 12, you're heavily training, or did you just first like okay start picking up boxing gloves? Like what no, what level? I'm jujitsu. I'm this new era of the mixed martial arts. I'm start to train mixed martial arts. You know, I start with uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, with mm -hmm. wrestling, with kickboxing. You know, a little bit box boxing sometimes, but you know, I start to train everything. You know, and that was in TJ. In Tijuana, yes. And in Tijuana, like, what, what did they have, like, the, you know, Grace, you know, who did they have there for the jiu-jitsu style? Was there local cats, or did they do the Hoist Gracies? Like, what, what was there? No, 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 man. No know, Hoist Gracies, like, fuck no, Gracie. No, no, no. <laughs> no, because, you know, it's in, in, I mean, the, the mixed martial arts is, is new, is relative new for the world. Imagine in Mexico, you sure. know? Is mo it's, it's even newer. It's, it's well, newer, but exactly. that, if, well, so, you were started about wait, you started about twelve years ago, right? Yes. So twelve years ago, because it was new for us in twelve years ago. Well, no, it wasn't necessarily new for us twelve years ago. Well, it was I mean, for it's me. Been You're around. a little older than us, Joe. <laughs> 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 it's been around for a while, but still, you know. So, who, who was the influence? Was it just a local school? I know. I mean, I I remember I I was finished my my elementary school, so I in you know in vacations I tried to get some some training, you know? Uh, when I was a kid, I, I played too much uh, PlayStation. I was playing uh, yeah. Tekken. Uh -huh. yeah. Tekken? You know? Tekken. Uh, did you play uh, yeah. before? Yeah. yeah, of course. Remember Eddie? Eddie? Yes. yes. The, the fighters on the, the show. The, 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 he, he fought with uh, a capoeira style. Yeah. And I wanted to practice Practice that, you know. That so the video player. game influence that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and at the same time, because I wanted to do something, you know, some exercise. I was a shabby guy, yeah. a, a shabby kid. So. So was I, and I still am. So it's okay. <laughs> okay, okay. No, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, my nickname's Gordo. <laughs> El Gordo. Yeah. So my my mom tried to find some uh, uh, capoeira gym in Tijuana, but never find it. So. One day we we are on the, on the street and saw the you know the the gym uh, mixed martial arts gym. My coach Raúl Arvizu is from is from Tijuana, but he he trained before with Dean Lister. He's a, a, a important uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy. Mm -hmm. uh, he won a ADCC and a and an important tournament Brazilian jiu-jitsu tournament. So he went to uh, he went to Brazil for training. He went to the United States for training, but he he moved to to Tijuana and built his his own gym like in. Wow. He started the gym in 2000, 2005, I think so. So yeah, I, I find the, the gym, I start training and you know. So who, who is your trainer I, right now? Uh, the same guy, you know, Raul, Raul Arbizu. He's from Tijuana. Uh -huh. uh, he has a more, uh, too much, to, he's a former fighter. The uh, same guy that you've had since you were 12 years old is your- Exactly. Wow. I know, I know. That's, that's huge. You that's know, I have a, lo a lot of influence from here, you know? I'm starting with my, my parents. My parents start with uh, with uh, his uh, piñata business. Yeah. And they are all uh, hard work, you know? He teach me a lot of hard work. And then uh, I meet uh, my, my coach, and I, I he give me a lot of, of his philosophy, you know, of the life, you know, of more hard work, discipline, you know, sacrifice of this, of this sport. And I think that's uh, that combination. My parents and my coach give me my philosophy right now. Sure, know? great. That's amazing. It's definitely hard work, like you said. Your parents working harder. The piñata business. We'll I'll actually talk about that. It's cannabis talk 101. We'll be right back after this. Yeah. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. 
So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101 with Brandon the Assassin Baby Moreno, the UFC flyweight fighter that is sitting next to us right now that just had the biggest war on UFC. I mean, not only the, the biggest war, but damn <laughs> it was near, a war. I mean, he's was already nominated for the fight of the year. I mean, it was wow. the fight of the it year was, and right? for 2000, 2020. Folks, this is the fight on December 12th. And, you know, I didn't watch it live. I got to watch the tape that Peanut sent us. And it was a battle. So if you guys have not seen this guy fight yet, you got to see him. He's been in the last two UFC pay-per-views. And you know what? His career is only going up. And you touched on this as you said the piñata business, Brandon. Yes. Tell me, what did you do and how hard, like, what, how the fuck do you make a piñata? Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's hard. You know? I would imagine. It's, Tell it's me. Hard. I, 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 I grew up hitting them, and I still hit them, but I have no <laughs> idea. And as a man who comes from a piñata business, 
explain to us how you actually make one. No, I man, you, you need you need to uh, to has the necessary ability to, to build a piñata because it's hard, you know. Actually, when I when I uh, when I was uh, younger, uh, I tried to make a a piñata. So all the people think uh, I was in the piñata business building piñatas, but no, my my area was the piñata sticks, you know. Oh, sticks. Okay. Exactly. That that uh, that was my my area, you know, in the in the in the company. Gotcha. But because I I never had the ability to build the build a, a piñata, I was very very uh, uh, um, slow to build it, you know. Yeah. But for example, my my. My father, he can make a piñata in maybe, I don't know, 15 minutes. Yeah. Wow. Fast, you know? yeah. So let me ask you this. So, so your hardworking family, you're growing up in Tijuana, Mexico. How hard was it to stay away, or maybe you are affiliated, with cartel <laughs> life and everything no, else that no. fucking gets involved with the craziness out there? Because as a fighter growing up and you're making some noise, is it something that they... Hey, maybe, maybe. No, but, but, <laughs> hey, Joe, maybe. watch your mouth, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Just no, but it. you know, I'm I I had 12 years old when I started uh, uh, in, in this sport, you know, in the mixed martial arts. So all my life was around the sport, you know. So when I, I when I'm start to meet uh, like uh, more people, you know, I, when I. When I was to start to go to the street and more more friends or different um, uh, different bands, uh, fans. Band, uh, f friends, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm start with the sport, you know, with the mixed martial arts. So this, the mixed martial arts take me to that uh, world, and I was so far off, you know, to away the street. away from the yeah. world. Yeah, exactly. That's you know. So, to be honest, a lot of people ask me sometimes about that, you know, about the cartel. It's, if I, I always say the same, you know, if you are far of that kind of uh, ambient, you, you know. Yeah. You're, not, you're, you're not part of it. Exactly. exactly. It's, not, it's not part of your world. For me, in my experience, in my own experience, I never had like shots, in, you know, in the yeah. streets or something like that. Yeah. Because I'm very far of that. Yeah, you're not around it. So exactly. it's, it doesn't even exist in your world because you don't have to deal with it right. because it's nothing you, you did. Now, in, knowing the streets of, of Tijuana are tough, it, you know, growing up in, 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 in Tijuana, I mean, we only know it from, you know, the... the from the Yal Burro and the... No, you know, the, 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 the well, weekend. Chicago Club. The, exactly. The, yeah. The, 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 what is it? yeah. <laughs> the, I don't know if that's still there. Uh, I think it's called... Adelitas? It's called Hong Kong now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about Hong Kong. Okay. So we only know it for the weekend that we might go it, you know, but, but we hear stories and, and we see the... The, the you know the news and things that are happening out there you know but how are your how are the people now when they see you on the streets I mean you have to be a super mega star out there right maybe not a mega star but yes when I try when I go to for the to the grocery store when I go to Costco or something like that you know like a few people watch me and say hey you're Brandon Moreno the the guy from because after this fight my after my yeah, last fight it's on. a lot of people start to know me you know yeah. and more in my in my in my city in Tijuana yeah so yeah like pictures like hey man congrats was an amazing fight i think you you won that fight like man thank you so much yeah yeah, that's great. That's so awesome. the fans are starting to come in, and you're starting yes. to have that, right? So, so you were talking about CBD. Let's let's add that into the play here because you know, it, you know, there's Serenity, Serenity, right? Is, Serenity Medical yes. CBD. Yeah. Yes. So, so tell me, like, you actually use CBD, and and tell me why, and what 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 kind of CBD do you use? Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm actually I start to to work with Matt Kowalis with Serenity Medical CBD in my last fight. Uh -huh. You know, and for me, my dream team is the the transdermal 
CBD. Uh-huh. Is that like a cream? Yeah, the rubs. And the, you know, the, the, the oil, you know? For me, the dream team, actually, I have like a kind of routine yeah. uh, before to go to the bed. You know, I like to take a shower and uh, go to the bed and start to put a lot of cream on my body when I feel pain. And after the bed, a drop of oil. Oh, and well. that's it. In Your the morning, night. I feel very, you know, like happy, like, you know? Relax. Feel good. Like, relax. Your you know? body recovers faster, too, then, huh? Definitely, man. You know, yeah. and man, after the fight, I was I with this kind of fights. You know, your pain after after that is feels very very sore. You know, I had I remember all my left arm was very inflammated. Yeah, but you know, you I, I remember I don't know maybe one week uh, after, I feel amazing. Wow. Wow. So it did help Damn. with the inflammation, and, and so the products are working for you as well. And then so now, I mean, having these, these products in you, did you ever use CBD previously before recently, or is this just your last fight, or is this something new for you? Because I know a lot of uh, fighters and a lot of people and athletes now are starting to utilize CBD. Is this something that you've always known, or did you just kind of just gravitate into no, it recently? I, I made the, the CBD before, but I love, uh, that's why I love Serenity Medical CBD because they try to educate the people you know because I mean you guys are from California everybody here is like very open mindset open mind yeah but I'm from Mexico and the, the people th is still thinking you know when you talk about CBD or like they oh, think it's marijuana taboo the be careful but man Man, it's, it's medicine. It's medicine. It's, yeah. it's good for you. Yes, it's good it for is. your health, you know? So, you know, Serenity tried to educate the people, you know, with me, with, with the, my people ar around me, with my, in my city, in Tijuana, in my country. Sure. So it, it's nice to talk with the people and say, hey, you need CBD in your normal day. Well, actually, Mexico is trying to make it go legal. They just yes. postponed it, and they just pushed it back a little bit on the ballots over there. Are you finding yourself being an influence in Mexico for this? Are you able to advocate towards certain crowds and people to be like, we need to make this happen? Definitely. And I think the people right now uh, start to know more about the, the the products around the marijuana, you know, around the cannabis, yeah. you know? And, you know, I like, I work with other brands of, of CBD, but you know, Charity is, is for me right now, it's amazing. You know, I promise maybe the people uh, are uh, hear me right now and like, ah, you are like joking or something like that. But I promise this arm after my fight was this battled, bruised, ba yeah. bruised, very, too much Swollen. sore. But man, I promise after one week, I feel like I'm actually I started to train again, you know. Really? That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, those, how about this? So previous fights, how long did it take you to come back? When you weren't using CBD. Before like before that fight. How long would it before, take you to fight a big fight? Granted, this is a bigger fighter and you know, a better fighter, one of the best fighters you've ever faced, but you know, in a previous fight, how long would it take you to recover normally without C B D? I don't know. I mean, I know this fight was so different. You know, yeah. <laughs> this fight was. I remember, it's hard to say. I try. Yeah. Actually, I tried to go out to up to the to my vet. I was like, oh. you felt it. <laughs> okay, yeah. but normally I recover myself like in, you know three weeks. I start to feel like better. You know. Okay, so there's but a man, significant for, difference. Man, That's a week, two weeks oh, difference. Yeah. You know, yeah. obviously I don't start to train like hard, you know, I start to train a little slow, like one training in my day, in, in yeah. one hour in a day, something like that. But man, the difference. Let's talk about training yes. for a second. When you go into a train, like to a fight like this, how many hours do you train before a fight like this? I mean, because this is a big fight for you. 
So in in a training camp, it's, it's different. When I'm in, in, in a fight camp, I train like f four or five hours in, in one day. Uh, but I'm, when I'm out of uh, competition, I'm trying to train like three, three and a half, you know, hours because it's, it's different. When I when you are in, in fight camp, you just try to go, you push yourself, you know, to go hard always in everything. Sure. You never try to learn something or something like that. But you need to take advantage when you are out of, of competition to learn something different. Sure. You know, so that's why I train a little bit uh, less, but I try to, le to learn a lot of different skills. Is your training camp in Tijuana? Right now, yes. Okay, got you. Are you, have, are you looking at moving to, to, to the United States? Yes, actually, uh, I'm, I get a, I get a house in, in Las Vegas. Okay. All right. So I think my I move, I try to adapt all my, my life to move uh, to Vegas, but I need to, uh, to keep my training in Tijuana, you know? Because if it's if it's not broken, I don't need to fix it. Ah, Absolutely, that's a good that's fucking a point right there. Yeah, dog. That's beautiful. <laughs> you know, yeah. when you get the big title fights like that, you're like, yeah. this is working. Not only that, your loyalty to your trainer yes. that you've had since you're 12 years old, awesome. your roots Actually, are right there. It's commendable, man. I really take my hat off to you. Thank you. I mean, in my my I, that's that's why I love my 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 coach, you know, Raúl, because he gave me the opportunity to train a, uh, in a different places, you know. In in sometimes in Mexico, the you know the the coaches there are like a, a little bit jealous. Yeah. Like oh you can you can't go and train in another place because you know, and I don't know why it's a bad mentality to be honest. But my my you know Raúl, my head coach give me always the opportunity to go and learn something uh, different skills to another different places and that's makes me what I learn uh, more yeah exactly. you learn more you end up picking up more skills right you're not in the same place all the time so it adds more value to you you know i, I think one of the, the 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 big things for anybody you know coming into it, having that mindset right being able to know you're going into a heavyweight ba battle knowing that you're gonna you know sustain injuries and then facing an opponent that you know has a belt that you're going after you know coming out of that right now i, I feel like you're a champ i'm sitting next to you and, and you are a champion because again <laughs> i i watched that fight and and you know it, it, I, at first i was you know kind of looking at it going god when is this thing gonna end <laughs> like it just kept going i didn't know it was i didn't know and, it lasted 25 minutes i was like what the like, hell i've never seen a fight go that long and and I mean, and it wasn't, yeah. they weren't little blows. I mean, you guys were just trading back and forth <laughs> some of the massivest hits I've ever seen. And, and you know, I just, Joe wants to s spar with you right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> more like just Mark. Little, I, I'm still a heavyweight and there's a difference. Joe, yeah. Look at it. He thinks he could actually get you. No, yeah, never. No. That, I mean, I just hug him and <laughs> fall on him. <laughs> I still think you get him in the boxing ring. <laughs> never. Oh, it doesn't matter man. what ring I get him in here. <laughs> there's nothing like a big heavy uh, ex heavyweight getting beat up by a flyweight. He's just pounding your legs. Oh god, he's just hitting you all over. <laughs> you know, it's funny though, Brandon. You said you got to train other places. Where did you train, and who did you pick up some other talents from? So, I I was before in, in you know in 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 Denver. I was in Arizona and Los Angeles in Los Angeles sometimes here in. So I, I I knew a lot of different gyms around the United States, you know. I was in Albuquerque too, in, in, in Jackson's MMA. I was there for uh, five months training. Uh, and you know, that- Just you know, bouncing around. Exactly. Who, who's your influences in, 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 in fighting, just or boxing or fighting? Any, any influences that resonate with you and, and who you grew up with? 
Man, you know, it's it's that question is hard for me because I don't have like a, like a sport influence. For example, my 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 father or, or my family, they don't have a history in the sports. For example, you know. Right. Actually, my my, my father is not a, a boxing fan. You know, it's like yeah. Oh. But I'm start to to. Tr- he is now. <laughs> hey, but I bet he can hit the hell out of a pinata. <laughs> exactly. You know. No, he right now he's an a he's an MMA fan of. of yes. Of, yeah. of course. So when I'm starting training, was just for you know for because I love to train, you know. Sure. I love go to the gym and and learn something different, you know. I start sweat, you know, feel tired, and then obviously I start to to know about you know the UFC because when I'm start training in 2006, you know the the UFC doesn't was like famous in yeah, my country, you know, no UFC in TV, no UFC in in YouTube or something like that. Um, so I'm start just training for love, you know. You were training for love, yeah. Exactly, and then I start yeah. to know about UFC, about you know the mixed martial arts, and know, uh, for example, I I love uh, uh, Frankie Edgar. I love his style because he's like like the last fight, you know. He's always hard. He's tried to go always in the fight, you know, throw punches. Never quit. Never quit. So I, I actually I have like a lot of influence of the the action movies, you know, like Van Damme, like Rocky. Ben, oh, so you, uh, <laughs> exactly. Who was yeah. big in the UFC uh, when you finally when right. you finally got a hold of it? Was it the Tito Ortiz era? Like who was the big star of UFC no, when you finally so, no, finally no. noticed it? Saint Pierre, Frankie okay. Edgar, okay. Dominic Cruz, Anderson Silva. So after yeah, exactly. Okay. Yes. Was well, a little bit after the axe murderer, the murder with Silva. Neither Wanderley. You didn't need the axe murderer, they called him, or something like that. Who's that? Silver? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We met him once. He did, was a good uh, STFU uh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in that time, Vander uh, uh, Silva, he was al- almost retired from the UFC, you know. And who, who's who's your management company that you're that, that, that working with you? Iridium Sports um, Agency. Man, they ch- they changed my life, definitely. Good. You know, because in 2018... Uh, UFC starts to think of uh, to uh, to cut the release all the the flyweight division was on a hard moment for us for Ooh, all. Ooh, uh, that's yeah. scary. Uh, yeah, they start to cut a lot of heads. You know, uh, my head was was one of of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you were on the list. <laughs> exactly. The chopping block. Exactly. Yeah. In that time, everything was like hard because I start to live on a good life. You know, in a. Um, I I had uh, my 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 girl my young my young girl in a private uh, school you know uh, my own house start to pay like a like an adult you know like right, right. <laughs> like an adult right <laughs> you know? I finally made it He's mom all grows up <laughs> exactly all yeah. but grows up. but then UFC released me and I start to cut my money you know like fuck what I, what I can't do after this you know what's next the, like, what's next for me you know I was very very sad you know very disappointed for my situation in that moment. But then I meet uh, Iridium, Jason, Jacob is right here, and you know, start to uh, I start to work with with them, and everything is awesome right it's now. It's history from exactly. there. That's great. And is that how you met your CBD company? Did the CBD company come through the management, or did you meet them through a friend? No, actually, start they start to work with uh, Serenity Medical CBD. They start to work with me, and that's history. Started building it. Exactly. You know, do you, when you go into a fight, are you the guy that has to gain a little weight, or do you have to lose a little weight, or are you just right there, perfect in the, you know, because a lot you of walk fighters at that fly weight. Yeah, a lot of people's walk in there and they're trying to cut down, and you know, some are trying to gain. No, I, I, I'm trying to lose weight. You know, actually, in in the last two years, I start to build more muscle, and and this is that weighs more than fat. Exactly. So uh, yeah, it's heavier. That 
helped me too much in my last uh, performance because before I was I was a little bit skinny. I'm still I'm still skinny. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I know how that. Much, how much do you weigh? I'm right now. I'm like 146, something like that. You know. Nice. So yeah, I, I was very skinny before. Uh, I'm not that the muscular. I'm I know I'm not the muscular guy, and it's fine for I'm fi it's fine for me. So but no, I I I win like a f maybe like like six uh, or eight even uh, pounds of muscle. Was that you nice. put on. But I'm always trying to to good um, uh, uh, to make a really good diet because I don't like too much to cut weight, to be honest. What, 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 does a, what, what does a good diet look like for you? Like, you know, what's a, what's a diet when you're and Can training? you help us eat better yeah. too? <laughs> I'm trying to find out. You know? Joe, you're hopeless. <laughs> That's shaming, by the way. Like, Mark. do you juice? I know. Do you eat meat? Are you vegan? Do you eat meat? No, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I eat everything, you know? Yeah. So in my personal situation, uh, I lost very, uh, uh, weight very fast, you know? So actually, for me, it's, it's harder to win weight yeah you know, gain, weight, yeah, gain, yeah you know exactly so my you know it's vegetables chicken uh, sometimes meat sometimes fish you know it's yeah, it's Obviously, is my I have my nutritionist, I have uh, my professional team around me yeah. uh, to take over of that. Yeah. So it's easy right they now. It's yeah, easy. they give you an actual meal plan every day. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that works out nice because I know if I was over there in Mexico, I'm like, okay, let me get this, <laughs> let me get that, <laughs> let me go get the street tacos, well, yeah. everything. The, I, I know the culture in, in my country about the food is, you know, it's not the, it's not the best. You know, yeah. it, it is, no, it's the best. <laughs> it's the best, but not the best for you. <laughs> it's the best, not the best for you. Yeah, it's the best food yeah, ever. Yeah, it depends how you, you see the situation. <laughs> well, guys, it's Cannabis Talk 101. When we come back, more with Brandon, the assassin, baby Moreno, UFC flyweight. Flyweight? Yes. Heavyweight. <laughs> this guy's a heavyweight. We'll be right back. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts hey guys i'm home everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker sorry i'm late everyone there was an accident at the factory monty fell into the upholstery machine don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. 
Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Mark and Craig, the Pop Brothers at La Blue, and Joe Grande here. And we want to take a moment to thank Pitt, Peanut, Jennifer, and Elvis for rounding out our squad and making us sound real good. And right now, I want to thank Mark Carnes, who created my favorite segment of the show, The The High Five. Five. And we're going down with Brandon (laughs) the Assassin Baby Moreno. I, I yeah. do that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Moreno. Orale, pues. Get that R to roll on my tongue. My Joe, homie. <laughs> Take <way>. it away. <laughs> so Mark texts me saying, I think I can kick his ass. <laughs> and because when you said you're 145 pounds, this old guy still thinks he has it in him. <laughs> yeah. And he's going, you know what? I think I can get him. I think I can get him. So <laughs> I'll, maybe just, I- I'll run that way. That's, that's what I'll do. I'll run out the door. Is it funny, Mark, when you see someone that looks a little lighter than you that can possibly do? <laughs> when Brandon walked in. Hey, dude. I'm, I'm uh, 147 right now. You, know? you guys are about the same weight. Yeah. Oh, and about yeah. 40 yeah. years of yeah. point. We have a fight? <laughs> we, no. we have a fight right now. No, you, can't, you, you, you cannot hit my World face. <laughs> you cannot hit my face. <laughs> A fight, a fight, a fight, a fight, a fight, a fight. Oh, that would be so awesome. Just, I couldn't imagine just seeing you two on the hey, ground. Just grappling hey. only. No punching, hey. just grappling. I went to Israel and studied Kavmer, whatever that's called. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't do it, Mark. I can't even call it. There it is. Oh, man. Oh, that is so No, funny. when Brandon walked in, dude, he, I could just, he was punching. He, he, jump oh, he was oh, excited, dude. you know, and I was like, oh, shit, back yeah. up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just accidentally clip you. Or Brandon <laughs> just has that energy, and then Jake, energy. you has some energy, it's too, right Jacob, behind his manager yeah. company. He said, I'm like, fuck, is Jacob a fighter, too? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, he's he got that little young sparring looking damn self. He's got a clean kick on him. I like it. And I like getting some UFC fighters in here to show us what it's about. And if you missed it, Brandon is working with Serenity Medical CBD. You can find their website and IG at Serenity Medical CBD. And the website is Serenity Medical CBD. All the same. Check it out. They have a lot of great information on there. They also have a podcast on there. Their educational seminars on there. Like you said, they're doing a lot of good things to educate the people about what CBD is. And I'm glad you're using it because me too. I use CBD 100%. I got arthritis in the hips, the ankle. Using it all the time. Mark's just jumped from smoking so much THC and using so much THC to using a lot more CBD. And we just did yeah. a podcast the other day about the benefit. What was not the benefits? The lower dosage of THC and the higher, higher doses dose of, of CBD, CBD is better off for you. 
So it's making so much noise. It's crazy. And there's nothing better than a professional fighter like you, Brandon, to come out there and share your experience and saying what a three-week recovery was like on a fight with no CBD is now a one week with the fucking biggest fight you ever had and probably the strongest fighter you've ever faced and only one week after that you're recovered. Yeah, actually, I remember I, I was, after my fight, I was in the in, in Vegas to, to do some uh, physical therapy in the Performance Institute, you know, it's in Vegas. Right. And everybody was like, man, what happened, dude? Why you are so like- uh, Ready to go. Ready to go, you know? Yeah. Like, hey, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's the CBD. And that being said, we're going to do the high five with Brandon, the assassin baby Moreno. How old were you? Whoa. How old were you the first time you used CBD and where did you get it from? No, I think I I was the I started to work with CBD last year, you know? Wow. Very wow. recent. It's new. I mean, I'm Mex you know, I'm Mexican. You know, again, it's. It's, it's so did you ever smoke THC as a kid? No matter what, no, growing up, never? never. You know, but I, I have a lot of friends who who, who use it. You know, use cannabis, and I was a little bit jealous because, in for for example, in fight camp, I was like tired, like sore, like all, all these guys like like look like really fresh. Like damn, then I meet the CBD. Like wow, CBD is amazing, and now I start I start to work with serenity. You know, changed my life completely. Good. All right. Well, let's get to question number two of the Cannabis Talk 101 High Five. What is your favorite way to use the CBD? Definitely the oil. The oil? Nice, the, you know? the Under mouth, the tongue? On the tongue? In the tongue, exactly. Yep. Yep. So I, I go to the bed, take the, the drops on, uh, under my tongue, start to watch uh, some uh, TV show. Boom. Good night. Out. Good night. <laughs> See yeah, you tomorrow. And especially <laughs> if it has, like, you know, that, that what are those those tablets you gave me, Blue, the serapoles, what's it called? The uh, melatonin. The melatonin. When yeah. you have that melatonin, the CBD as well, boy, that just kicks it in helps strong. a lot. Man. Oh, yeah. Did yeah. you like the melatonin? Oh, I've been popping them up. When yeah, I'm, you know, yeah, yeah. 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 Ten, Ten of them. Of those. Ten of them. Dude, you no wonder why I'm at four now. I, 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 I'm, I'm upping my dose, <laughs> and now I'm taking four a day. As long as it's early enough, right? Exactly. Question number three of the high five craziest place you've ever used CBD. Craziest place? Yeah. No, it's, uh, for me, it's, it's normal. I was in my in my bed, you know, because it's my time to rest. You know? I'm always out of my house. So I was training. I was so tired. But that moment when I, I take my shower and after that, when I go to my bed, I, I saw my 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 serenity transdermal cream my my oil man it's it's time to rest. It's Red, time to it's recover rest, myself. Recover. Yeah. Recover. You got it. All right. What is your question number four? What is your go to munchies? After you use CBD, or do you, you get, get any munchies? Do you get munchies with CBD? Nah, you're, 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 you're <laughs> you go like, to sleep. You are talking with a, an athlete, guys. Yeah, <laughs> a professional <laughs> athlete. athlete at that. Real athlete. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously after a, a, a fight, my I my my munchies. meals, my munchies after my my fights, like I love tacos, I love pizza, I love hamburgers, you know. But norm, uh, normally, when I go to the bed, it's time to go to the bed, you know, and that's yeah, it. That's, that's it. it. Those are my before fight meals. What do you mean, tacos, hamburgers, pizza? That's fucking called Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For you. What's Friday? What's ice cream? What do you mean go to? That's just fucking pick the day of the week that is, dog. Okay, question number five of the high five with Brandon the Assassin, baby Moreno. Now, if you could smoke weed with anyone, dead or alive. Sorry? If you could smoke some weed with anyone, dead or alive, just hypothetical, who would it be and why? If you could. You know, if you're like, okay, one day I'm going to sit there and smoke a joint, who's it going to be with? Good question. I don't know. Maybe... 
Good question. I don't know. Maybe a Diaz brother or something like that. Looks like oh, very yeah, yeah. Diaz brother. There you go. Oh, UFC Diaz. Think that could be arranged. Have you exactly. met them? No, 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 no. Let no. me call them. I'm gonna call them after the show. We're gonna get them on the phone. Yeah, right may now. maybe. <laughs> so what, now that you say is, the Diaz brothers and you see other UFC fighters that are you know smoking weed and smoking CBD, is it something that you think you'd lead into? Would you do it? Maybe yes, maybe you know. I mean, I say the Diaz brothers because they they look like they they enjoy that moment, you know, like yeah. they relax, they yes. recover themselves, you know, yeah. talking. Although they do get a little fucking crazy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. He said it's not that crazy for me. I'm a fighter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> True. After they have a few drinks and then they need to smoke weed to calm down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, let me ask you this. You know, uh, being in the in the the UFC, yes. do you do you have to? Uh, drug test before a fight and after a fight. How does how does the drug test work? And and do you have any concern taking um, CBD because no. you know sometimes CBD it contains it contains it if they if they do it wrong, which you have to have trust in your company Serenity, because if they did it wrong, your levels would be too high. So there's a little bit of THC. So I mean, how does that work? I took CBD in my last two fights. No problems. And then I don't have any problems. You know. Yeah. Um, and and it depends. Depends the fight. Sometimes I I have a, a drug test uh, before, and sometimes I have a, the drug test after. It depends. Yeah. And you know the the Usara test is like normally it's one a, uh, in a month. You yeah. never know when the Usara comes. So the out. random tests do pop exactly. up sometimes. Yes. Yeah, it's not. It, they just come and test you. But sometimes. that is from Usara. But the commission in every single state yeah. makes you the, the the drug test before or after. Depends. Right, depending on the fight. Yes. Where else have you fought? Nevada and where else? Uh, here in the United States, uh -huh. in, in Nashville, in Portland, Nevada, um, California, Arizona. Where, where's the most excitement? Ah, Vegas, of course. Nevada. Vegas. Yeah. I'm excited, you know, show. because for example, Portland is very, it's, it's amazing, you know. But your last fight, I mean, it's been COVID, so December 14th, oh, if I'm not mistaken, or December 12th, you didn't have that crowd there. What was the difference like fighting in a COVID environment? And actually, it was part of the first uh, uh, event with no crowd. Yeah. In in Brazil, in Brasilia. Oh, you what were. Was the first uh, I fought against a uh, UCR Formiga, and was the first event, you know, with this pandemic. You know, it was weird because, but I I had experience the in the, the Ultimate Fighter, you know, with uh, just a couple of people there in the arena. So it was like a kind of normal for me, something like yes, that. It was okay. You 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 had already experienced it. Yeah. With the one fight, yeah. It's more like your training. Exactly. Like a training you know? match, right? And and it's weird because you can hear all the, the analysts, you know, uh, that time was Michael Bisping and I don't remember who, who more. And you can hear everything, you know, I can hear very well your corner. So yeah. it's weird, but it's not it's not too bad, to be it, honest. It wasn't bad. It was actually good. Did you kind of like it? I mean, because it's got to be different from the crowd going crazy and you having to focus to hear your coach. Because, you know, when those environments come, I know as when I fought, you could always hear your coach, but there's a lot of now noise you have to block out. Maybe. I mean, I think that the people help you, uh, the people, you know, the crowd help, helps you too much when you are in a bad situation, you know, when yeah. you are losing the fight. Mexico, or, like, Mexico, man, yeah. <laughs> 
start to to hear all the people screaming your name, like yeah, make, make you feel better, you know. But for example, the fight against Formiga and the fight against Rival, I I had the fight in my control, so yeah. maybe with people in my last fight in your corner, in screaming. my corner, screaming yeah. my name, you know. Because I was the underdog and I was very motivated and the people loved when the the underdog yeah. is Oh, and you did gone. so yeah. well. Yeah. You were kicking and, ass exactly. and it could have went every way. So it's like, oh, unbelievable. I, I, I imagine that moment I was like, eh, it is what it is. It's fine, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. a draw. I didn't lose. Shit. Exactly. Okay, cool. That's I can come back to the That's table. Exactly. exactly. I didn't lose and I was the underdog. I come back. I want to get to your nickname, the Assassin Baby. How does that come about? Who gave it to you? Uh, was in my first professional fight, the... the the Bruce, the Mexican Bruce Buffer, uh, uh, say that you know. He never told me about. He was, he was uh, uh, tagged that nickname. You understand? Yeah, or not? yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. uh, and when I was to the octagon, he said, "Ah, Brandon, the assassin baby." When it was like at a left field, like, said, I like it. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, the, uh, the first time was like, uh, I don't. Like I'm not a baby, Cabron. I don't yeah. like. Too much, but it's fine. And then the people start to uh, to to embrace it, embrace it, and eh, it's fine. I start to love the, the nickname, yeah. and it was what it, it wasn't. You, you didn't ask for it; it was given to you. I exactly, mean, it was just there. And sometimes that's how it happens. You, yeah. And it was a natural. And he said it. And you're like, and then you're, you're very young. You got a young looking face, and you're light featherweight. So it's like, okay, I get it. It makes sense. And I prefer that. You know, I prefer that spot. You know, because a lot of guys. Put his own nicknames, and I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. Are you I, gonna pref I prefer natural. Are you yeah, gonna yeah. stay at flyweight, or do you want to gain? Nah, right, right now I'm, I'm perfect in, in the flyweight division. You know, you know, I, I'm, my, my goal right now is to get the title. You know, That's get it. the title. That's After it. that, you know, I want to defend the title because, uh, because it's necessary for the division to start to, uh, to, to raise awareness. You made noise. I mean, now there's a, you know, flyweight. Uh, awareness of the UFC where before everyone's concerned about the heavyweight or you know middle it's just you now have made some awareness where people are like oh shit it's the main event we got to see the yes. rematch now so yeah I hope you do win it and then you defend it again and then move up like you know the progression should be yeah. but I mean I, I want to defend the, the title because the, the, the division needed you know the division yeah. needed you know what happened if you know Brandon Moreno wins the title and then go to the bantamweight like hey man, the, the and you then know? just left, keep it forever. <laughs> Man, I don't like. No, you have yeah, to give yeah, somebody yeah. a chance to try to take it from yes, me. I yes, agree. yes, you know, I, I, some names uh, back to me, you know, like Oscar Askarov, like Pantoja again, Manuel Cave is coming. So a lot of na different names in the are division coming are, up. are coming up. Yeah. I, I believe this thoroughly man i'm sitting next to you and i'm, I'm pretty good judge of character i think you have the right energy the right motivation you're, you have the right heart for it you know i know Seems like it comes from the right family <laughs> background you, 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 know you, you, you you're the you are the, the next champ man Thank and, and so I, I am excited to be sitting here with you and I, he Jake, has all those it factors no jacob what was the the, the company name that jacob's with iridium sports idm idm iridium Iridium. 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 No, Iridium's gonna get us seats at the at the at the floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't <laughs> have the Edison. No, yeah. I wanna be in the corner. Iridium. <laughs> Iridium's gonna hook us up with some seats right there and they're gonna we're gonna walk them in with our, our stuff. But I, I truly believe though, Brandon, is that you're the champ. You're the next Thank champ, you dude. So much. I, I think I think that, you know, watching the fight even, you know, pound for pound, if he, you know, wasn't defending the title, you know, there was a chance for a win there. Do you know what I mean? If he wasn't defending, because when you're defending a title, they they're very, you know, you have to win it. Yes. It's not like it can't yes, be sir. close, you know. Yeah, I know. And it was so freaking close, and there was so many. Uh, I mean, just 
massive blows that you took, that he took. And, and, and the and kick I, to the nuts where there was a big pause in the fight was great, too. <laughs> <laughs> and That's that arm being thing. kicked in, like just kicked, punch, your arm was just getting hammered. <laughs> I think you're the next champ, dude, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm Thank happy you to be here with you, man. So Yeah, make sure if you guys want to follow him, it's at the Assassin Baby. That's his IG. And if you want to check out Serenity Medical CBD, it's at Serenity Medical CBD. That's the IG and the website. Is there anything else, Brandon, that you want to promote? or let anybody else know about you no man thank you thank you to serenity thank you for you guys to give me the space you know i'm to be honest i mean it's real serenity the cbd changed my life so prove it it's, awesome. it's well, new. well thanks for bringing awesome. some oh shit, yeah. not <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the package jacob. next week <laughs> <laughs> fucking jacob <laughs> jacob came in they didn't send it to you guys what uh, up but, you know, <laughs> typical mexican over there <laughs> Passing the buck. Jacob okay. Hey, they didn't bring it. Oh, shit. I thought I'm down with that peanut salt. They're bringing product. They got it. All right, cool, peanut. Oh, where is it at? Oh, Thanks, Mr. It's Lopez. in the car. Exactly. <laughs> Joe. Oh, man. There it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Remember this. If no one else loves you, we, we do. do. Thanks for listening to another podcast of Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis, featuring the number one contending UFC flyweight fighter, Brandon the Assassin Baby Moreno. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.